welcome to the Educator Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latimer Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. Going good. We're rolling through the 20s in these episodes, man. True. I just remember the other day we were on episode 15 and now we're on episode something. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how we're, how we're just, you know, going through these things. So, man. Yo, they're coming up faster than I expected, man. We was out here stocked up with episodes, and and now we out here just trying to hustle, get these episodes back on hand, man. They they're really coming faster than than I than I'm expecting, bro. Yeah, man. Time time stops for nobody. These weeks gonna keep on pumping up and pumping up and pumping up. But don't worry, y'all. We are going to be there to ensure that you get your weekly dose of that educated hustle. Definitely, man. And we got a great episode today, man. Another friends podcast, I guess you can call it, you know, somebody that we've known previously and have the pleasure to interview, Miss um, Nakesia Pannell. She is a creative lifestyle connoisseur. And man, what do you think of when you hear about hear about that, man? That's crazy, right? Oh, man, that's that's yeah, I think that's a way to stand out. I think that's a title that you definitely don't forget. So, I mean, I hear that, this... that word connoisseur. I, I, I see myself in a monocle and the top hat. You know? <laughs> I'm a connoisseur. Oh, man. Back, back to the back to the liquid days, I guess. But I think that um, <laughs> it's definitely in, in this world, you want to bring attention to yourself. And that's a name that definitely brings attention to yourself. And most likely, great attention, good attention. Definitely, man, and she's done so much. She's you're gonna hear it. And she's been on a mission trip. She's been on, uh, done a fast. Um, she's gone all over the country. Met so many uh, celebrities and uh, does so much writing. We, we we found it a hard time in an interview, man. We had so much to talk about. Exactly, like it's, it's kind of like when you know uh, you know little kid and you, you want your uh, you want your parent to read you the bedtime story and. They're getting to the end, and you're like, oh, no, come on, we can do it one more time. Like, that's how we felt talking to her. Like, we just wanted to keep going and going and going. But, you know, we got a time thing with y'all because we don't want to get over it. So we had to end it. But it was, I mean, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal, great woman. And she'll be the first to tell you, oh, I'm, you know, be humble about it and say she's not that special. She is special. In this episode, you're really going to get a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And, I mean, she's so many hats she wears so many things that she gets into and this is kind of probably be like one of those episodes that if you tune in you're definitely going to learn so much and be inspired by so much and just feel like hey we really can do so so much exactly man and um before we jump into the interview man i kind of wanted to to ask you about about your little experience today that uh that you had man i just want you to to drop some uh some some knowledge on the people Okay, so uh, I actually uh, went on a uh, maternity photo shoot today. Um, we are, well, yeah, I guess we, that's the, that's the term to say, we are about seven months and some change into it. So she's got her belly nice and out popping, but not as big as some people would think. Cause a lot of people actually don't realize she's pregnant. So, you know, glory to that for her. But, I mean, we went to uh, uh, Kelly State Park. Or, yes, Kelly State Park in Apopka, and it is a beautiful place. I mean, amazing background and just great, great view. The water and springs they have there are just such a, a very tranquil and peaceful blue. But um, just to get it on our experience, like, you know, when you, 
you know, I, I live with my girlfriend and seeing her every day, you know, you, you kind of become like, okay, accustomed, like, okay, this is who they are and yada, yada, yada. But seeing her, you know, pose and, and take these photos in this beautiful location, it really brought a new appreciation to me of her because, you know, she, she just looks very, very beautiful. And it just dawned to be like, that's going to be the mother of my child. And it, it, it just really makes me feel just so grateful to be in a position I'm in and, and, that's one thing that we we definitely want to strive and let people know is like, you know, we want you guys to go out and do these incredible things and live this lifestyle and live in pursuit of your happiness. But we also want you to appreciate what you have right now. And I mean, there's a lot of things that we have that we take for granted for. And, you know, for, for some of y'all, the easiest way to, you know, start at is, you know, your significant other. And she really is an amazing woman. And without her support, I wouldn't be able to help be able to do this podcast. So seeing her today just shine and have that glow that motherly glow and see her out there i mean she was just amazing and beautiful looking and i'm so excited to see what the photos are gonna look like because i think they're gonna be just <laughs> just amazing beyond comprehension but yeah today's experience really taught me a lot of this about appreciating what i have and definitely something that you learn or if not learn should strive to do more definitely man uh that, that was a, a great story and I, i'm glad that uh you know, I know how nervous you were when you, when you first when you first got the news, um, and it's crazy because it was like literally a couple of days before we actually started this podcast. So um, it's cool to to see you know how far you guys have come, you know, as a couple uh, going through what y'all y'all went through, and uh, it seems like it's it's getting close to that time, man. How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, this is a this is a question I always get a lot. I I I feel like it's surreal still to me. Um, it's kind of like I know it's coming and I'm just I'm ready for the day to happen like I'm I'm just you know kind of when it happens that's when I'm you know deal with it but I mean it's it's it's, it's still surreal I, I feel like you know any any news of becoming a parent for the first time you're always thinking back like but I'm the kid you know and that's just kind of how I felt like oh I'm the kid I'm the young and it's like no I'm about to be you know the 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 someone's father and in this case, my daughter's father, um, and it's it's very it's very just you know it's a lot to think about and take in. So I don't really I don't really think about it too much. I kind of just take it a day at a time, and then I'm sure once she's born and I'm like holding her in my hands, it's gonna be like a whole world breakdown. But until then, I'm just kind of like, well, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it when we uh, get with it. But her, on the other hand, you know, she has a human inside of her, and that little girl makes her presence known every day, and. Just, you know, I mean, once again, shout out to, to women because the things that they go for while being pregnant is crazy. Like Ray will like jump up and down in there and pull on her intestines and stuff. And I, I, I as a person myself, I, I can't imagine what that's like. But then hearing her go through it, I'm just like, oh, man, that's oh, yeah, that's like for her. She's very much a real thing right now. For me, she's like, OK, I know she's going to come. But like for her, yeah, she like, is. No, she's here. <laughs> She is so, you know, her answer will be way different than mine because I know she's ready for it to come out, and I'm just kind of like, you know, when 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 I see her, that's when it'll be real. But yeah, it's it's been a very interesting experience, and you know, we have come a long way, and I think we're both just kind of like, you know, excitedly waiting for uh, the the due date. So we'll, we'll see, see how, how that goes. goes, man. That's 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 great, though. I'm glad uh glad everything's going well. You know, wanted the uh, the educated hustle listeners to take a little peek into to the personal lives behind the behind the scenes you know what i'm saying 
Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. But, you know, I think we should take a little personal peek into the life behind the scenes of our fabulous, amazing guest today, Miss Nikesia. All right. And today's guest, we have Miss Nikesia Pennell, the creative lifestyle connoisseur. Nikesia, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. Can't complain. Uh, we just want to jump right in and uh, kind of explain what you mean by a creative lifestyle connoisseur. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of, one thing that I hate is when people uh, mistakenly call me a blogger. That's like a, a huge pet peeve of mine. I, I, not to say like anything is wrong with being a blogger, but I just don't like the term for myself. So I was sitting here the other week and I was just, or really probably like a month ago, trying to figure out what title could I create that is unique to myself? And I am a creative. Um, I really take a lot of pride in being a creative. And I, I did an on-air segment for WESH, uh, Two News in Orlando, and they called me a lifestyle expert. So I was like, well, you know, a lot of people are lifestyle experts, but what can I be that's similar to that, but not the exact term? So I just kind of put it all together and uh, dubbed myself as a creative lifestyle connoisseur. Um, I'm very well versed on lifestyle topics. So that's kind of how we came up with it. Okay. And I, I like that a lot. Like that's definitely like a, a, a cool rebranding on something that you're doing to kind of make yourself stand out. And in particular, you actually are doing a little revamp. You, you, you're recently going to revamp your website could you let the uh, listeners know what the website is called and what can they expect for the revamp? Yeah, for sure. So previously, my website, uh, NikesiaPanel.com, it has been just a platform for me to kind of just display the work that I've done for others. But as I've gotten a lot more opportunities that have come my way to travel, to go to different events, to go out of, out of town and, you know, cover things, um, I recently realized that I myself am someone... a outside of what I do for other people. So I just decided to revamp the whole site, rebrand, and kind of display more of my own personal thoughts, my own writing, and place more focus on the, I guess you could say, blog area of my site um, so that people could actually get me, get more of me instead of it being so professional all the time. When I do my inspirational posts, a lot of people have given me great feedback from it. So I said, you know what? You know, it's my duty um, to share that. If God has given me the ability to write in that fashion and touch people through my writing, it, it is my duty and my job to share that. So people can go on, they can find um, different drop downs, whether it's inspirational, whether it's lifestyle, food, travel, you'll be able to get different posts based on that. And then you can also check out my work too. All of that stuff will be up there as well. Nice. Yeah. And um, I'm, you know, I'm glad that, uh, this is the work that you've been called to do, and it seems exciting. Uh, can you give the listeners a little bit about, you know, you, you mentioned a few topics, um, inspiration, travel, lifestyle. You know, what's been some of some of the highlights of, of those blog pieces, and could you kind of go over a few of them for the listeners? Uh, the ones that are on my site or the ones that I've, just the ones that are on my site? Yeah, go ahead and, like, you know, highlight some of the ones that you've written on your site. Uh, yes. Yeah. So most recently I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico for the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Um, it's a huge hot air balloon festival that happens annually. And it's actually the largest event 
in the world. It uh, was expected to bring in a million people this year um, over the time span of the days that it was open. So I have definitely a recap and some amazing photos up there of the hot air balloons and just the sky and, and the landscape of Albuquerque, New Mexico. So people can definitely catch that. Um, there's places to eat in Albuquerque from there. Of course, there's a recap of my <clears throat> trip to the Philippines, my missions trip. There's just, um, some posts about, you know, finding the good. And one post in particular is titled finding the good and the frustrating moments. Uh, you know, I think we all have those times where things just kind of get away from us. And we have moments of the day where we're just like, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore, but I think that everybody has to understand that like there's always a good outcome, no matter how frustrated you get. So I touch on that and then also touch on the importance of recharging yourself and refilling yourself, too. So there'll be a little of everything, of course. Um, my goal is to put up at least three posts a week in the different uh, topics. So we're going to pray over it. We're going to pray the, that the Lord gives me enough creativity and enough time to fill in and do that stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I really hope that people enjoy it. I hope that they get whatever it is that they're looking to get out of it when they visit my site, whether that's new uh, food places, places to travel, whatever it is. I definitely just want them people to walk away and say, this wasn't a waste of my time to read, you know? So yeah. I, I hope y'all can go back and let that play and, and catch them gems for themselves. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to highlight in particular is, and it, this, I, I follow Nikisi on Twitter, so I, I, there was this one tweet, it was a couple years back, but I mean, she, you were talking about how, you know, I don't know how y'all can can live that 9 to 5 lifestyle, that's not me, and you are actually not living a 9 to 5 lifestyle, you know, you have your hands in a lot of the cookie jars, and here on Educate Hustle, you know, we're trying to get people in that mindset that they can go out and live their passion, because you kind of just explain, like, what made you decide, hey, the nine to five is not me. I, I want to do my own thing. Uh, honestly, to not sound so like overly like a Jesus freak or whatever, because I know a lot of people will be like, oh, Lord. But like, honestly, <laughs> I, went, I went on a fast in 2013. And at the time I was working for a PR agency um, in my hometown of Orlando. And I was miserable. I woke up every day. I was in my master's program at Full Sail. Shout out to Full Sail. Um, and I just was so miserable. I hated it. And it was in January of that year, my, my, my best friend, who was at the time just my coworker, but we've grown and had a great relationship. And now we're really, really, really close friends. She's my best friend. Um, she talked me into going on a fast with her. And I was like, I don't know about this. But I ended up going on that fast, and I can honestly say it was the best thing that ever happened to me. A few things happened in, in the whole time while I was on that fast, but the one main thing is I ended up having this dream, and I was driving down a road, and it was pouring down raining, and I kept saying, oh, my God, I can't see, I can't see, I can't see. And I heard this voice tell me, the road is difficult. You make it difficult to travel on. And as soon as that happened, the sky opened up, and I saw a sign that said, now leaving Florida. I woke up the next morning, and I was like, I got to leave. I got to get up out of here. And I, I would just keep having these moments where I was like, I know that this is not all that God has for me. This can't be it. I can't be stuck at this place where I wake up every morning. I'm crying. I'm working 60 hours a week. 
Um, at the time, I was doing, like, door stuff at the club, too, to, like, get extra money because I really wasn't getting paid nothing at that job. But I was working so I – was, I was working a lot. Um, and then, of course, like I said, I'm a creative. So when people try to put me in a box, it's hard for me to – I'm not going to say it's hard for me to take orders, but it's hard for me to put in the amount of passion you require if it's not what I feel like God has called me to do. So I just – took my step, my leap of faith, and I graduated from Full Sail on May 10th, 2013. May 17th, 2013, I was in my car, packed up, on the way to Atlanta. And I haven't worked a nine to five since then. Now, I've taken part-time positions. I don't want anybody to feel like I'm out here just living a life because I have literally gone through hell and back. Um, and back to hell again, and then back again. You know what I mean? Like, it's been a constant pull and tug for me because you have to figure out what's best for you and how you're going to work that and not have to go get a nine to five. And I, it's not that I haven't contemplated it because I have, there's been plenty of times where I've been like, you know what, the money ain't coming in, bro. Like, what am I going to do? But for some reason, God has made it to where that has not been the story for me. And I'm very grateful. And that's not to say that it's not the story for you or for whomever else. But for me, I know that that's not for me. And I'm thankful that I realized that at the time that I did. And like I said, it has been a struggle. I've gone without. I've been hungry. I've cried. I've seen my friends go and live the lives that they wanted to live, travel and do all this stuff while I'm sitting here in my apartment, probably eating stale bread. You know what I mean? Like I've had those moments where life has literally gotten me down, but I've stayed encouraged and I've stayed focused and I've I've always tried to remind myself that it might be tough right now, but in the next however long God sees fit for me to go through this, whenever it's done, I know that it's going to be so worth it. So for me, you know, I just think that you have to know what's best for you and you have to know if you can do a nine to five, good for you. And honestly, sometimes I wish I was blessed with that. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like when you're creative, you have to always create because that's how you get paid. I'm no good if I can't create. If I can't develop a story idea or I can't get in touch with somebody to pitch, I'm no good. I can't do what I'm supposed to do. So the moment I stop creating, I've stopped doing what God has called me to do. People who work nine to fives, you don't have to create every day in most cases. You know what I mean? Like the work is kind of already created for you and you go in and you do it to the best of your ability. So sometimes I do wish I was able to do that. But, you know, it all it all works out how God needs you to do it. And I'm, I'm thankful that I'm on this end of the spectrum um, because it has been a, a lot better for me. So, you know, give and take, but it is what it is. I think you earned that when you said you would still bread. <laughs> you put that thing in a toaster, you can't tell no difference, boy. <laughs> That's a good tip right there. Um, I wanted to get back to this is funny because this is the second person uh, in, a, in a row that's gone in the fast and, and has, uh, you know, kind of seen a vision or, or gone through a spiritual development. Um, so that that's really cool. I I, I kind of want to see, you know, how long was that? How long was that fast for? And um, you know, would you rec? How would you recommend others to go about fasting? 
So I did the Daniel Fast, and um, since it was my first year, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Daniel Fast, but you have the option in the Bible, he did 10 days and he did 21. So my first option was 10 because I was like, bro, I need my meat. I ain't with this. Like I, I gave it 10 days the first time, and now that I'm more advanced, I do the full 21 days um, at the top of the year. I, I can honestly say that fasting is something that, it's a love-hate relationship with me because I like to eat and I like food. I, I like seasonings. I like hot sauce. I like all of that stuff. So to have to give that up while fasting, it is, a, it is tough for me. It is very tough for me, um, especially for 21 days. But for others, I would say do your research and figure out what fast is best for you. Um, some churches develop their own fast, but if you're looking to do it on your own, the Daniel fast is always a good option. Um, I just think that people have to research and figure out, especially with uh, health conditions and their dietary restrictions, like you kind of have to make sure that whatever fast it is that you're doing, you have to make sure that it benefits you. You also don't always have to do a food fast. You could fast from social media. You can fast from TV. You can fast from negative talking or negative thinking. For me, um, because my career and my job kind of thrives around social media, um, it's kind of hard for me to take a break from social media like that, but I think, or, or the internet or, you know, TV, no big deal, but the internet, it's really hard for me to take a break from that. So I think that people just have to figure out what works for them and just make sure that they're, uh, willing to be disciplined. That's the biggest thing. It's going to, you're going to want to give up no matter if it's food, no matter if it's shopping, no matter if it's, you know, whatever juice, candy, you're going to want to give up, but staying disciplined is the best thing. You know, God, he honors sacrifice, but he honors ob obedience more. So, you know, staying obedient to what you said that you would do is the, is a big thing. So, you know, just make sure you're prepared when you get ready to go on these fasts too. Don't just wake up one day and be like, I'm about to jump into this fast. And then you don't know what you're jumping into. So do your research, of course, and then try to consult with someone who has gone on a fast. Um, and if, even if you end up doing a buddy system, um, while you're on a fast sometimes that helps too because it keeps you accountable so yeah I recommend all of the above <laughs> and a lot of prayer and patience <laughs> <laughs> I mean we, you would break, break the gem buzzer this episode with, with the roll you're on but um yeah that's that was very thorough and detailed. I mean, I definitely feel like if you know, fasting is definitely something that everyone should try, and you really gave a a good how to begin guide with that. And I kind of want to go a different direction though. Uh, one of the things you actually got a chance to do was freelance at Essence Magazine, and you wrote some articles for them. And that's a magazine that I know for the fact of my mom would get you know Essence Magazine like for years as I was growing up and. It was, I guess to me, it always just seemed like a, a, a big thing to where every month I knew a, a new magazine was coming. And even though I never read them, just the imagery was always something that stuck out to me. And I just kind of want to ask you, like, how does it feel knowing that you had your articles in a magazine that has so much of a history and culture, especially with African-Americans? You know, I still tell people that it's very surreal, um, even though, like, for me, I'm not in the the printed version, all of my stuff is online. And the way that things are nowadays, to me, kind of being online is a little better than being um, in the magazine because more people, it's, it's more accessible to many people, more people than it would be 
um, printed because nobody is really buying prints anymore. Um, I mean, they are, but, you know, it's more so everything's moving to the digital side. But it's, it's very surreal because I remember as a, as a young girl begging my mom to buy um, issues of Essence every month. And I would stand in a grocery store and I'd be like, mom, can we get this? Can we get this? Can we get this? And just being able to now say that, uh, you know, I'm a part of this is amazing. You know, being able to go and, and look at stuff and just say, dang, man, like somebody believed in me enough to say I was good enough to be in essence. Like that is one of those things that gives me goosebumps, like sitting here talking to you about it. Because it, 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 I tell everybody, like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, if you work hard, you're deserving of this. But I'm a, I'm a firm believer that we are deserving of nothing. So everything that you have is, it can be taken away from you in a blink of an eye. You know what I mean? But, like, I am so grateful that somebody chose me to do this and that God opened that door for this to happen. Because if I honestly tell you, when I had my meeting at, at Essence, I was late. It was supposed to be a 30-minute meeting in New York, and it was a chance meeting, just random. I did a cold call, and um, the lady responded back and gave me her phone number and told me to come up to the office. And I, that was my first time ever being in New York, first time really taking the subway. The subway got delayed. I had a 30-minute meeting. I got there with 10 minutes left of the meeting. And I don't know what type of impression I made, or if God really just truly wanted me to have that position because I walked out of there, she gave me a, a, a an assignment to like send in. I got it to her by that end of that week. And the next thing I know, I think 15 minutes after I submitted, I got an email back basically saying, well, hey, we want you to be a weekly contributor. And I was kind of like, how in the hell? You know what I mean? Like to me, I was like, nah, you know <laughs> what I mean? But like to be able to say that this is something that happened in my life, like, it's amazing because I have the opportunity to do the things that I was reading about when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like looking at other incredible black women put their words on this paper and do all this stuff. And now there are people looking at me like, oh, my God, you put me in essence. Like it's such a joy to be able to give back to people the same way that I was poured into when I was a kid. Yeah, and that's that's always that's always real cool to to how that came three sixty. Like, you know, you're able to uh, do something that that you've been reading about for so long. So that must have been an an, an amazing experience. Absolutely, definitely. Um, also, you know, I I recently on your website it, it has that you went on a mission trip to the uh, to the Philippines. I definitely wanted you to explain to the listeners how that went. You know, same situation like Essence. I probably shouldn't have been on that missions trip either because. <laughs> 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 no, for real, man. Because, like, you know, you have to raise the money for that. And I just kept saying, I don't know how I'm going to come up with all this money. But the day that we left to go on a trip, people were still depositing money into my fund. And it was such an amazing experience for me to be able to go out there and do God's work, um, meet some amazing people and go with an incredible team of people from my home church, which is uh, First Baptist of Atlanta with Dr. Charles Stanley. So to be able to have um, those people 
on my team with me, it was incredible. It was one of those things where, you know, I tear up every time I tell people about that trip because it was very emotional. Um, it was a lot of things that like I wasn't used to. And I remember just calling my mom one day and I was like, yeah, I was like, we got to get me a flight to come back because I don't know if I could do this. And my mom just encouraged me and told me, you know, you got this, just stay, you know, I know it's a lot, but like, you know, stay strong. God wouldn't have took you out there if there wasn't something that he needed for you to get from it. So I definitely uh, realized the importance of my calling and the importance of walking in your calling too. You know, you, you can, you can know that you're called to do something and then just choose not to do it. But there is so much importance in accepting the call that people don't place emphasis on. So being able to put my fear aside and put my anxiety aside and just saying, you know what, like if God leads me to it, I'm going to be able to pull through it. I think that, you know, that was an incredible experience and just realizing that, um, Seeing how those people embraced me, man, like it was it was crazy. Like these people didn't care that I was black. I was like one of three black girls on that trip. They really never seen no black people out there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just being able to I, no seriously, like the way that they, really. I mean, you know that there were some situations where it was really uncomfortable where they were kind of like you know kind of poke at us, the black girls. Like it was just really uncomfortable, but I, I kind of get it, you know. So. Um, to be able to go out there and just see that those people love me without even asking anything about me. Like, they love me just off of being there. They didn't care that, you know, I've sinned in my past. They didn't care that I probably, you know, sinned right before I got up there. They, they don't care about that stuff. Just knowing that people love you, regardless of your skin color, regardless of how you talk, regardless of the separations that you guys have that was a big lesson for me to bring back here to know how to just love people more and be willing to give people you, your, your, all your, your rawness without questioning it. You know, I think that here we have a big, a big part of our lives where we question everything. You know, our society is like that. Somebody could tell you that they love you and you're like, well, I don't believe you. So why, you know, you want to know why. <laughs> and it's like, well, why do I have to tell you why I love you? Isn't just, me telling you that I love you enough, like me loving you, generally you, isn't that enough for you to believe that I love you? You know what I mean? So to be able to go out there and see how those people reacted to us and it just taught me so much about myself, about God, about other people. Um, it was just amazing. And I, I would, I, before I ramble on, I would just like to point out that if anybody um, is a Christian or anybody who uh, is a lover of God, I would definitely recommend that they go on a mission trip at least once in their life. Definitely. A, wow. Those <laughs> action-packed answers. Like that. There's so much to take away from that. It, it's just crazy because like, we had a, a, another guest uh, recently, and they were on a mission trip to uh, Africa, and they, you know, same exact sentiments you said about the Philippines, just very, you know, mm -hmm. they love you without knowing you, and they, they, they were poking <laughs> Our black women, they aren't used to seeing them. So I guess it's a, it's a it's a thing. Once you leave uh, to a different, you know, those countries, it's like right. you gotta get the posting to make sure they're real. It's funny because um, like um like uh like America, you're used to seeing diverse cultures and things like that. So when you go out of the country, you can you throw that you got to throw all that out the window. Like not, life is not yeah. normal as you know it. Yep, you literally got to put your blinders on. Like you can't be 
sitting with a screw face all the time. Like, here, it's normal. We see stuff, and we kind of, like, screw our face up, and everybody does it. But when you go out, it's like people screw their faces up at you, and then now you want to get offended. I had to catch myself a few times, like, I don't know what she's looking at, but listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then you have to remember, like, when you're back here, you do the same thing. So it definitely taught me a big lesson in that, too, like how I judge people unintentionally most of the time. But nevertheless, it's still a judge. And it wasn't a nice feeling going over there, having people poke at you, look at you, um, kind of like make gestures with their hands up toward their nose and their face because, you know, black features are a lot different. So it it it. it, it I don't want to say I felt like a kid getting bullied sometimes, but like in some cases it did make me make me realize like, you know, we unintentionally do that to people. Um, and it's not nice to have it done back to you. Oh man. It sounded like you were about to score up in the Philippines. <laughs> listen, I almost, I ain't gonna lie. Somebody, somebody had to tell me, listen, girl, you're here doing God's work. Bring it down and not. So I had to, oh. <laughs> right. I had to okay. catch myself. And I mean, this kind of was, you know, your, your career is full of so many highlights that we can go on for days. But this is another one. You actually um, write for This Is R&B. And on there, you actually get to, like, interview artists and talk about things from their upcoming project or just, you know, general life things. And I just kind of want to ask, was there any artist you got to meet or interview that you, you know, you held it together for the interview, but the inside, on the inside, you were just starstruck? Honestly, you know, I've been with This Darn B for, what year are we in? Um, 2016. 2016. So December will be four years that I've been with This Darn B. And I now hold the title of managing editor. Uh, so I do a lot of the creative stuff um, on the back end and create a lot of new initiatives that we have. When I first started in 2012 and when I first really started interviewing people in 2013, I would never do them in person. I only did them over the phone because I was very insecure. And I think I had very high anxiety about being around stars. So when I first started, I think the first interview, one of the first interviews I did was probably Bobby V. And, you know, back then I used to get starstruck because it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe like to me, it was like Bobby V was the ceiling. Then it was like life Jennings. And then, like, you know, it kept going up and I kept feeling like, oh, my gosh, she can't get better than mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? And then fast forward to 2016 and I have, you know, amazing people under my belt that I've had the opportunity to interview and sit with and talk with. Um, I think that it's funny cause I was just having this conversation with my older sister a while ago. Cause she brought it up. She's like, I got to do this interview with the brat one night. Um, and it was a horror show because it was, I think the brat was just having a horrible night and it just, it was just not well, she was not pleasant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, but after the interview, you know, things were okay. But just during the interview, she was just not pleasant. And, um, you know, I was telling my sister about it and she was asking me, you know, is there anyone, it has to be really great to do that type of stuff. And I told her, I said, when I first started out, yeah, I said, but now, you know, you get to see these artists that you've probably admired a lot, a, a big portion of your life. You know what I mean? You, you've admired them. You wanted to meet them. I said, and you get to see how they really are. I said, so sometimes it takes the innocence of being a fan away because now they're accessible. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I, I I don't get starstruck anymore. I mean, 
But of course, I haven't met Rihanna. I haven't met Chris Brown. I haven't met Beyonce. Uh, you know, I, I haven't met certain people that are key players in the industry right now. So maybe I would get starstruck if I met them. But I think now I'm just at this point where I realize that those people are regular people. They want their privacy just like I would want mine. You know what I mean? So I don't think that I'm at a place where I would get super starstruck or like die on the inside. Maybe, no, I'm lying. If I ever met Maxwell, I would die. <laughs> I would probably fall out and die. I would lay out. I'd probably cry. Same for Mary J. Blige because I love her. She retweeted something that I tweeted about her one day and like put it on her Instagram and said, thank you for what I wrote about her on This Is R&B. And I cried. It was sick, but I cried. I sure did. Um, but yeah, I think that now I'm just at this place where I just realized that they're regular people, you know, that they're, they're just like us, just money, just a lot longer. Um, a lot longer. Yeah, there's I don't <laughs> a whole lot longer. But yeah, I don't think that I get starstruck anymore. It's just kind of chill. When you start getting starstruck, you look like a groupie. You look like you kind of did that. That this is why you're in it to be a groupie and. I'm not interested. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. And you broke it down. You broke it down. I mean, geez, it's, it's crazy because, like I said, like, we could be here all night, just all the accolades and achievements you have. But, you know, we just want to thank you for coming on to the show. And we, we kind of want to end it with just yeah, you know, two course. quick questions we give everybody. So the first question is How can the audience reach or get in contact with you? Uh, so they can go to my website, uh, NikesiaPanel.com, N-I-K-E-S-I-A-P-A-N-N-E-L-L.com. Um, they can also connect with me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Kesey underscore P, K-E-S-I underscore P. And then, of course, like my Facebook page, which is NikesiaPanel.clc. Ooh, okay. All right. I like that. That's very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last thing would be, what would be some parting words of wisdom that you would leave to our audience? Don't be afraid to mess up and don't be afraid to start over. Um, you kind of hold the you you hold the blueprint to however it is you want to live your life. So if you decide today that you want to make eggs for a living, make eggs for a living. And then if you decide next week that that time is up and you want to do something totally different, you can do that. Don't let society kind of trap you in this box and make you think that you have to do what you started off with. You can work a nine to five today and go be an entrepreneur tomorrow. It's totally up to you. Just uh, know that it's definitely okay to start over and don't feel embarrassed about it. Miles will break the register with all those gems she was dropping right there. I mean, we're just so honored and excited to have you on. She, uh, oh, thank you guys so much. One thing, you said make eggs for them. I'm like, yo, I never even thought about that. Maybe that's my karma. <laughs> it might be, or waffles. And if you do waffles, just make sure that you always send me a strawberry one. We can be BFFs for life. <laughs> for sure. Keep that oh, in mind. Well, I hope the audience is taking notes. Strawberry waffles, that's the way to go. Um, <laughs> once again, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for having me. What you're doing is amazing. And I, I pray that, you know, you guys 
have so much success in your endeavors with this or like like I said earlier, if you decided this ain't what you want to do tomorrow, whatever it is, I just pray that God blesses you in the areas that you need to be blessed in. All right, and there you have it, folks. It's Nikesia Pinnell dropping that creative lifestyle connoisseur knowledge to you all. Emilio, what you think about it, man? Man, once again, great stuff there. Great stuff there. I mean, it's always good when we have a, an, an, an AK side theme episode. So yep. it's always a, ble- a pleasure and a blast. And, you know, she delivered. Like, I mean, I always knew she had her hands and a whole lot of stuff. But just hearing her talk about it is it's, it's just crazy because you're kind of like, yo, she really is out here doing it. And, you know, just, I mean, her energy... All the stuff she's doing and the, the big heart, the compassion. I mean, it's crazy. It's just like, like I said in the interview, like we could have really went on for like hours with all the stuff she does. But, you know, we have to get to an end point eventually, right? <laughs> yeah, man. We got to make sure uh, listeners don't tune out and do something else, man. Got to wrap it up, B. Uh, yep. Wrap it up, box playing in the background. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. Like I said, great interview and great person. And we we're excited that you guys really got to hear that and experience that. But anyways, before we get caught up too much in the love, it's time that we get to the favorite part of the Educate Hustle experience. How you, yes, you, can reach us. Educate Hustle can be reached through a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word, Educate Hustle. There we post snaps, little behind the scenes videos, little things to help motivate you and get you throughout the week. We are also on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educated Hustle podcast that we post little you know pictures mostly pictures basically of our new show and some new content coming out of things that we think will help inspire you to do better we are also on twitter at educated underscore hustle once again that is educated underscore hustle there we do tweets interactions and you know all the things that we can do to just keep you guys in the loop now, before I continue the rest of my plugs, got to say this important plug. If you like what you hear and you think we're bringing something to the game that people definitely need to check out or be a part of, please, please, please leave us a review. It doesn't take much, and we really do appreciate it because the more reviews you leave us, the more awareness we get, and the more awareness we get, the better guests we have, and the better show for you all so please take a moment out your day and time rate us and review us please all right now back to you (laughs) please back to our regularly scheduled plugging last oh sorry not last we are also on facebook if you look for educated hustle that's two words educated hustle you can find us on Facebook, like our page. You'll know you've reached the right page because you'll see that logo that you all know and love. And of course, last but not least, if you feel like we really inspired you, gave you that emotional feedback, or maybe during this episode you felt like you caught the Holy Ghost, you can email us about everything. <laughs> At educatorhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educatorhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to do, whether it's collabs, you want to be on the podcast, guest wise, just anything. We're down for it. We're here for it. And you best believe we'll read it. 
Yo, a lot of collabs recently, man. I, I I'm really excited for the uh, for the uh, the hits that we got on the emails because it's been it's been popping, man. We appreciate all the collab uh, that we've been doing, and, and we're excited for the future for sure. Exactly, man. What a time to be alive. <laughs> but you know you got to end them not, end them the right way, bro, so lead them out. Man, people, once again, just go out there, live your life, have fun. It's so amazing what you can do in just the, the, the moments that you just take up time and just embrace everything. Like uh, today, I you know was, was very fortunate enough to be able to go on a maternity photo shoot with my girlfriend and we went out to uh, Kelly State Park here in Apopka, and it was amazing. It was so beautiful, and I never knew that part of Florida even existed, but being out there, it really makes you want to go back because such such amazingly clear and blue Levines and just water that you uh, – it, 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 was, it was phenomenal. The picture just looked – hopefully looked phenomenal, but she looked beautiful, and it really just made me take a moment to think about my life and how – we are able to embrace these small things that are eventually going to become big things. So my, my advice, my, my hopeful optimism for this week is go out and embrace just what you have and be thankful and be grateful. And, you know, even in your pursuit of wanting more, never let it distract you for what you have. Yes, sir. More importantly, stay educated and keep 